Welcome to Business Growth Central. Practical tactics and strategies that you can use to help your business grow. You can watch the video version of this episode at businessgrowthcentral.co.uk. But now, over to you, Nigel. Hi, welcome to Business Growth Central, where this week we are going to go in-depth, in detail, into how you can run really effective webinars. Now, I recognize that webinars are not for every business, but for many businesses, they are a great way to attract and indeed to convert ideal prospects into customers. You see, webinars position you as a real expert at what you do, providing, of course, that you do it properly. And they have been, in my business, one of our best converting means of growing our business and getting more customers for many, many years now. Indeed, I just thinking before we started filming today that in this office, this is where I work, this is my office, my home as it were, I spend more hours here than I do at my home and in these four walls we have generated well over £20 million of sales over the last six or seven years, most of which has come through webinars. So today we're going to focus on how you actually do the webinar and when you're doing a webinar there are six important parts to it or different stages. We'll look at each of them in turn. First off we've got what we call the confirmation. So let's just think what we're trying to achieve here with a webinar because we're trying to maintain getting people's sustained attention for a long period of time and that's as difficult as like manned space travel. That's one small step for man. So to give us a chance of making that happen, we're going to start our webinar by confirming to our viewer that they've made a really smart decision by deciding to attend. Next in the confirmation phase of the webinar, we'll introduce ourselves because we want them to feel comfortable and familiar with us. And then we need to sell them on the reasons why they should wait and stay with us until the end of the webinar. Now, this isn't us selling what we might be going to sell them. It's us selling the benefits of what they're going to get from being on the webinar with us today. So it's over the next 45 minutes, you're going to discover bullet point one, bullet point two, bullet point three. Now, it's important that you keep this first bit really simple. It doesn't need more than a couple of slides. Because remember, at this point, your audience don't care at all about you. All they're interested in is how you and your content might be able to help them. So the second part of any super effective webinar is what I call the difference. So how many of the people that are going to come onto your webinar do you think of coming onto a webinar for the first time? It's probably not going to be that many, is it? Your average prospect, your average viewer on your webinar is probably quite a bit jaded, very sceptical because you see most of the webinars that they've been on before will have been a little bit shit. Because most are. It's all meh. They don't really learn anything new. And what we've got to do in this second phase of our content is make them realise that this webinar, that tonight, today, it's all a bit different. And one way we're going to do this is we're going to tackle the objections that we know they have got in their head 
before they ever get the chance to articulate them. So, for instance, people come into one of my webinars and think, well, it's all very well for you, Nigel. You've got a big list. You're really good at all this video stuff. I couldn't possibly do that. And the minute you acknowledge their objection, the thing that's going on in their head, well, what it has the impact of doing is it, it turns off that little voice in their head and they're able to listen to you instead. It removes their objection. Because if our brains are looping on scepticism, they're not paying attention to what you're saying. So we've got to get rid of it and deal with some of the objections that we know are there. And it's one of the ways that we make our webinar very, very different. So one way I've addressed this in my webinars, I would say, well, um, now it's true that I have a list. I've been doing this for quite some time. So I guess it's fairly natural that I will be successful with webinars. Now, boom, just by saying that little bit, I've started to dismantle the scepticism that's in their head. But now they've moved on and they think, well, yeah, that's right, Nigel, you have got all that. I haven't got that, so this won't work for me. So I have to address it. I'd say, now, if you're looking for something, a means to get rich quick, then tonight probably isn't going to help you. If you're a fake expert or someone that doesn't really care about your customers, then again, this probably isn't for you. But if you're really good at what you do, if you've got content and value that would enrich the lives of others, then what we're going to share in this little webinar session today could be really helpful. And by saying it in that way, what my audience is going, oh, this guy's up front. He's been honest with us and the scepticism fails away. And it's one of the major ways that we ensure that we tackle this important second part, the difference. Now, the third part of our webinar is what I call the bond, not 007 James Bond, but the way we're going to connect you with your audience. So the way we form a bond is we tell a story and ideally there's a four part structure to your story. In simple terms, I had a dream, I had a struggle, I made a discovery and this is me now. Those four parts. I had a dream, I had a struggle, I made a discovery and this is me now. Very, very simple formula. You'll, I'm sure many of you will relate that to things that you have seen and heard in the past, but it's a very, very effective way to forge a connection between you and your audience. But Nigel, I hear you cry. What if I don't have a story? Well, in my experience, most people actually do have a story, but if there really isn't one there that is relevant, then whatever you do, don't make things up. That will be a really bad strategy for the long-term sustainability of your business. Uh, what you can do instead is you can present evidence and use facts. When we launched our Facebook ad service a little while ago, which we did via a webinar, there wasn't a story involved in that one at all, but I gave people lots of information, very compelling factual information about the importance and magnitude and size of Facebook and the impact it's having on marketing. And that helps us to get through to a very successful launch. By the way, don't forget at this point that the vast majority of people that are on your webinar are not gonna buy from you. And that's okay, but we might as well make it good for them. 
Why would I make it good for them, Nigel? Well, because although they're not going to buy today or tonight or on this campaign, if you give them really good content, really good value that enriches them, that enlightens them, that makes them go, ah, then they'll hang around and pay attention to the other content that you're putting out. And at some point, they're quite likely to buy. So we're now into the fourth part of our webinar structure, part number four, and we call this the payoff. Now the payoff is the actual content of your webinar, the useful stuff, the beef. And the mistake a lot of people make when they're getting down to the beef and the content and the payoff is they try and do too much in a webinar. You are not trying to solve all of your prospects' problems in a single 45-minute webinar. And I've got a little formula here that will help you work out exactly what you should be focusing on and sharing with them. If we strip it right back to basics, the fundamental reason that someone is coming on a webinar is because they are unhappy with the results they're currently getting in some aspect of their life or business. And what they are hoping for, searching for, looking for is some beef that will help them be happy with the results in that particular part of their life or business. It's no more complicated than that. So all you have to do is map out the three big things that will help them to get the results that they want and make sure that each of those three things is immediately actionable. And those last two words are really important. So what you're looking for to build your beef around the payoff part of your webinar, the content that you're going to deliver needs to be focused on three big things that will be useful and helpful to your prospects and that they can immediately action. That's all you need. Don't give them six or seven or eight or nine or God forbid 18 as I once tried to do. That was a massive failure, I tell you. Just focus on three big things that will make a difference to your audience when they are able to immediately action them. Because remember, the best webinars are just part of the process. They're not an end in itself. It's all part of the journey, part of the relationship that you are forging within you and your prospect. You don't need to do everything in 45 minutes. And when you do this properly, what you create, of course, is an asset, an asset that can keep performing and delivering in your business. Either webinar is an asset that you can keep running. It's not a one-off promotion that's here today and gone tomorrow. It's part of a strategic picture to move your business to where you want it to be. Now, if you think about it with a webinar, there's three ways that we can kind of demonstrate to our prospect that we know our stuff. We can tell them we know our stuff and how good we are. We can show clips or get other people to tell them how good we are, that we know our stuff, or we could actually show them that we know our stuff and that we're really good by actually helping them. It's the old show them you can help them by actually helping them trick that we've talked about before on Business Growth Central. And that's the best way to approach your payoff. And the other really big important reason to adopt this approach is that when you do, what you'll find happens is that the money keeps on coming, often in much larger amounts, weeks and months and even years after the webinar, because you help people. 
so they stay close. And that big discovery was a massive step forward for me in my business, and I hope it can be for you in yours. In fact, when I think about it and reflect properly, the real money is in the follow-up to the people that didn't actually buy on the webinar. We all get very excited by the results from the, the webinar itself, but it's the money that comes from the follow-up that is the big prize in most businesses. So you want everybody going away thinking, wow, that was brilliant, what a useful session. And the way you get there is by focusing your content, your beef, on three things that are immediately actionable by them. And you do that by not getting bogged down, don't get sucked into the detail, keep it at the right level, three big things, solid fundamentals, things that will make them go, ah. So the fifth part in our webinar structure is what we call the transition. Now the transition is when we move from teaching to selling. So here's the deal at this point, people have come along to your webinar, they've stayed with you until this point, they've paid attention, they clearly want the results that you're all about delivering. So we shouldn't feel awkward at this point about switching to talk about what you have to offer. But a lot of people do, so let me give you a couple of phrases that I use that you might find helpful. And if you found this to be helpful, you're really going to love my new program. So those are three ways to grow gigantic tomatoes. And if you found that helpful, you're gonna love my new program. See them, green fingers. In simple terms, it's, a, it's as simple as that, you know? You just tell people, if you found this useful or if you've found this helpful, you're gonna love what we've got next. And those words are quite important. Now, if you found this helpful, you're gonna love this. And that's the transition. That's how you move from the teaching to the selling. Which brings us to the final part of our webinar structure. Point number six, when you get to make the offer. So this is when we make the sales. This is when the money comes in. And there are 12 parts to presenting your offer properly. And if you skip any of them, you will diminish the results that you actually get. Let me go through them quite quickly for you. The first part is what we call the triple fact confirmation. Now this is classic NLP, but when you tell people two facts that they know to be true, they will, therefore it follows that the third thing you say will also be true. So if I say, for instance, you registered for this webinar and you've stayed with me the whole time, those are two facts that are unquestionably true for our viewer at that point. I can then follow up with, and now you know the smart thing to do next, which leads them in to my offer. Second part then is I go into the reason why intro. So I say, that's why you're going to want this. You do it by using the words, that's why. It's a really good segue. So you understand how these parts all start to come together. So now we move into the third part of the offer, which is when we start talking about the big benefits, some of the difference between a benefit and a feature. This bit is all about the big benefits. And the best way to do this is to use a if you want structure. So for instance, if you want to attract the ideal clients into your business, if you want to build lots of goodwill with your prospects, and if you want to be positioned and perceived as the expert at what you do, see what we've done there? Big benefits that we're starting to move on. This is all flowing together. 
The fourth part then of the structure is what we call perfect for you, because then we say, then this is going to be perfect for you. See how it's all working? In step five of the offer, you start to walk them through what they'll actually get. This is where some of the features might come into play. This bit is when it can sometimes feel like you're on QVC or one of the shopping channels because you're just going through all the different elements of the product or service or the offer that you have got. But you're doing it having positioned it in the right way by those first few steps. Now the next part's really key. It's when we do a value build and we get the retail price established in their heads. And the way we do that is we talk about the normal prices for the things that we are selling. A typical program like this is £10,000. People are paying £15,000. Whatever it may be, we've got to get the big numbers in here. They have to be realistic. You can't make them up. They can't be pie in the sky, wishy-washy wannabe numbers. But you need to get the big numbers in here that start to anchor the value of what it is that you are selling. And when I'm presenting, I say, and if you add all that up, it comes to something over £33,000. And then I do what the experts would call a price drop. I say, but you can get it today for three payments of £3,000. So straight away, I've dropped the price from £33,000 to £9,000, but that's not the real price. Because then in step seven of our offer presentation, I do the real price drop. And I say, look, you stay with me today, you clearly want this, but you know what? I want to do something really special today. So I dropped those £3,000 installments to £2,000. So now the price has come down to £6,000. And most people never do those elements. They never do the value build, so they can never do a single price drop. And, they never do, and those that do a single price drop never get to a second price drop. But when the second price drop lands, when it's delivered properly, and I do recognise that you have to practice this a little bit, but when you deliver the second price drop properly, it becomes so much more appealing to your ideal customers. So having delivered the price, we then move on to the eighth part of the offer presentation, which is our risk reversal. And this is something that I know a lot of businesses wrestle with, and I've wrestled with it myself over many years. But the more you can take away the risk to your customer, the easier it will be for them to make the buying decision. And there's also, we haven't got time on this episode to go into all the different types of guarantees and offers that you can make here. But fundamentally, you need to consciously look, how can I extract risk from them and bring it in here and do so in a sensible way? Because the more of the risk you can reverse, the more sales you'll make at the end of your webinar. And if you ignore risk reversal, you're going to make it so hard for yourself. The ninth part of your offer is the bonus. There has to be a bonus. There'll always be something, it might even be something that's normally in that you can extract it and present it as a bonus. Something they are getting that is additional and extra and is a bonus. Uh, for them, it makes your offer more compelling and it'll bring more people through the checkout with you. The tenth part is you recap. So you then go back over literally everything that you've just done and you recap it for your audience once again. And then ideally for step 11, we've got some form of scarcity, but, and this is really important, don't, you can't use made up scarcity. People know, if you say, oh, I've only got 500 seats on this thing or whatever, it's, it's a virtual thing you're doing, they know that's bollocks and they'll see right through you and you can undermine so much of your good work earlier if you create false scarcity. But if there is real scarcity, then it's very important that you encompass it within the offer because it will make a big difference. 
but don't make scarcity up. Don't use false scarcity. Don't say things are scarce when they're not. And then it all comes to a head with a very clear, crystal clear, nay, crystal must be opaque in comparison with the clarity of your final step, which is when you tell them exactly what you want them to do next. You articulate really clearly what they need to do to access the offer that you've just presented to them. So I'd finish with something like, I hope you've enjoyed this presentation tonight as much as I've enjoyed making it for you and delivering it for you today. And the best advice I can give you is to enroll in this program right now because you're still here. You know what to do. The question is how to do it, how to get it done. And we both know that you're taking this class. It's going to give you the tools, the strategies, the tactics, the motivation to actually go from point A to point B. So you make it very, very clear as to what you want to do. And your webinar, my friends, is complete. Thanks for listening to Business Growth Central. Remember, you can watch all of our episodes in video form at businessgrowthcentral.co.uk.